These moths are small, including their wingspan around two centimetres wide and tall. When it has come forth, it needs half a day to get clear dry wings or its finished form. It has only six legs, two brown antennae, two small brown eyes and four white wings. The male is more delicate and smaller than the female, which has a fatter body, the male a thinner one. These females are so enlarged because they carry up to 500 eggs. In their final adult forms, all that is left for both male and female moths is to mate, lay new eggs and die. If in the 17th century the silkworm had been known to almost everyone, it was because, by then, Europe had been its home for just over a thousand years. It would take another hundred years or so after Marion published her caterpillar books until the Swedish taxonomist Carl Linnaeus and his followers used her depictions of the natural world to name at least 100 species. Marion had never separated the insects she studied from the plants upon which they depended, plants which would come to define them. Linnaeus himself would give the silkworm she had observed in Frankfurt the scientific name Bombyx mori. Bombyx, denoting that this was an insect of the family of moths called Bombycidae, and mori, honouring as Marion habitually had for the species she recorded, that this caterpillar's natural food source were the leaves of morus, the mulberry tree. The industry that centred around the silk of Bombyx mori brought wealth to Western Europe, to the fairs of Frankfurt and to its great producers France and Italy. But it had not just put the metamorphosis of this particular insect at the heart of European trade. The fact that it was bred for so long in homes and factories specifically for its silken cocoons had made this caterpillar so docile and prevalent and immobile that it would also quite seamlessly become the focus of intense scientific study. And so, while over long years Marion bred and observed caterpillars by eye or magnifying glass to capture how insects developed through mysterious transformations, other scientists began more intimate studies under new microscopes, flaying open their bodies stage by stage as the first attempts were made to dispel these mysteries entirely. To figure out what exactly was happening inside the caterpillars and their silken cocoons that allowed them to change so entirely beyond recognition, these worm-like larvae that somehow transformed into moths with whirring wings.